Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I don't believe you. (laughs) I don't believe you. Y'all, we vent for like 10 minutes before we ever even start. Before we do the hi, how are you? We already know how the other person is. Spoiler alert. Yes. It's it's not. Nobody's ever okay. It's fine, though. Our stories involved yelling at our boyfriends while cooking and a cricket. (laughs) They're not connected. (laughs) I did feel so bad for Ryan, though. Poor thing. Okay. Um... This made me oh, angry. I might have to like just stand up and take a walk after it just yeah. Yeah. I was reading this and I flipped my shit. Yeah, this However, one's... when we get to that, it's because I uh questioned three people. Uh-huh. So, and they all kind of gave me the same kind of response. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just curious to to see your thoughts on it when we get there. There's okay. stuff on my mic. Okay. Yeah. So this okay. this is a lot. This one's this is a a rough rough one, guys. Just heads up. Hey guys, oh, I'm Kelly no. and I'm Ashley and welcome to a day with murder. So our case today is from October 11th, 2014. So before we start this episode, let's begin by saying that it takes place in Alangapo in the Philippines, and it involves a United States Marine Corps soldier. So the different laws and how they apply to soldiers serving get kind of confusing. And in the Philippines, they separate murder and homicide. They quantify murder as intentional killing unlawfully or not legally justified committed with malice afterthought intentional infliction of bodily harm that causes the victim's death and carries a charge of 20 to 40 years do you see all the typos (laughs) i know why is nothing underlined if it's not underlined i don't see it I'm a terrible Intentional typer, by the way. Intentional infliction a bodily hard that causes the victim's yep. death and carries. <laughs> what? Yep. Okay. Translation. I'm a terrible typer. Apparently. It doesn't, if it, like I said, if it doesn't underline, I don't know. Oh, well, that's good. Then I don't see it. Okay. You should see my work emails. They're great. I'm okay. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, I post the two sentence synopsis on our, when I share the episode and it's, I reread it four or five times. Does this make oh. sense? Should there be a the year? I think I could take out that. that. <laughs> Should I put a comma here? I think it needs a comma. Semicolon? No. Comma. Okay. Anyways. Final answer. Homicide is any killing of a human being by another human being, justifiable, like self-defense, and may not be necessarily illegal, like manslaughter, and holds a sentence of 12 to 20 years. So also, this case is about a trans woman, and we just have to point out a couple of defenses that have been able to been used in the past that technically are still able to be used. So... There's the, quote, gay panic defense and the trans panic defense. And I read on the LGBTQ bar page, which is like the association that tries to get laws that protect LGBTQ people, that they prefer LGBTQ panic instead, because otherwise that sort of minimizes lesbian women or bisexual women or, you know, other people who fall into that category. Right. But in this in this case, we are going to use more like transplanted because that's what was used right during the case. So, so far, only 16 states plus D.C. have a ban on using these defenses, while 12 states have bills that have been introduced but not yet passed. As far as we could find, they haven't been passed. Also, there are bills that have been introduced in both the House and the Senate to prevent these defenses from being used in federal cases. So in 1920, psychiatrist Edgar... 
Edward J. Kempf coined the term, quote, homosexual panic, saying that it was a condition of panic due to the pressure of uncontrollable, perverse sexual cravings. I hate it here. I hate it here. I like, just, it's, I told you, this just makes me so angry. It's just, I don't, I can't, I don't. So the, quote, gay panic defense or homosexual advance defense is a legal strategy in which a defendant claims to have acted in a state of violent, temporary insanity, committing assault or murder because of unwanted same-sex sexual advances. A defendant may allege to have found the same-sex advances so offensive or frightening that they were provoked into reacting, were acting in self-defense, were of diminished capacity, or were temporarily insane, and that this circumstance is exculpatory or mitigating. Okay. So... I hit my keys too hard, so sorry. <laughs> I heard that clip, <laughs> the angry button smash. The, quote, trans panic defense is the legal strategy applied in cases of assault, manslaughter, or murder of a transgender individual with who the assailant or assailants had engaged in or was close to engaging in sexual relations with and claimed to have been unaware that the victim was transgender, producing in the attacker an alleged trans panic reaction. However, I'm, go I'm just going to say this. So I talked to three separate people, three separate males about this. Mm -hmm. For them, going as far as murder or violence was did not cross their mind. Like that wasn't, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like they, mm -hmm. they were like, what? But they did say, and I bear with me here, that it is a form of sexual assault as they did not agree. If it's a transgender woman, mm -hmm. they did not agree and consent to have sexual relations with a human with a penis. Look, I get being surprised or being it not being what you want. I get that. That's fine. And then saying, hey, you know what? I'm not into that. I'm out. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. My issue is that <laughs> murder is not an option here. Like, that's not, not because if, no, <laughs> if a woman murdered every man who lied to her about something to get her into right. bed. Right. There'd be no men left in the world. Exactly. A hundred percent. So the fact that they're like men are so and it is almost exclusively men who use. This, yes, straight it is. Men. That's why the three people, the three people I asked were straight men. Yes. For straight men to be so fragile in their masculinity that they see a penis and, can't and have it. to murder someone. Yeah. What kind of yeah. internalized homoerotic fantasies are you having that it just it affects you that that way? Exactly. Like if I if I was out somewhere and there was a what I thought was a male, I bring them home with me. And come to find out they have a vagina, again, murdering them would not, I would not flip out that bad. I'd be like, mm, this isn't my thing right now. Like, uh, no, nah, I'm good. But like, let's go get a coffee. Like, you know what I mean? That's my thing is that it's, it's okay to like see that and say, you know what? That's no, not, thank you. I'm just not into that. That's, you know, that's not for me. That's right. fine, I think. And I say this as a cisgender straight white woman, but. The, the, my issue becomes when it becomes you, you're violent at that point and then right. the gay panic the quote gay panic defense where they're like 
well, they made sa- they made sexual advances towards me. Once again, if a woman murdered every man who made her feel uncomfortable, I would murder 15 people a day. Literally all the time. All the time. You'd just be walking down the street and there'd be like a string of dead men, like <laughs> dead white dudes, probably straight white dudes laying on the floor. Yes. Like, no, that is not yes. acceptable. No, and the fact it that is it is even an idea that people, that it's a legal idea that people see, well, he was gay and he was hitting on you. So obviously this is how pe- people are going to understand your reaction. If you say this, I don't, that, that it's acceptable. Right. 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 Yeah. Or that even I people know. think it could be acceptable if you say that. Yeah. Now I do want to say that in general, this unfortunately does work about a third of the time they get lesser sentences. However, in most of the remaining cases, the other two thirds, the offender ended up receiving a more severe sentence. So this is a risky thing. So like a if you say, play. yeah, okay. so if you, there's a chance that people are going to be like, okay, well, we could kind of get why you did that and your sentence will be less, but there's also a chance where they're like, okay, they're well, flip you, out hurt, like us. you hurt this person and you're a homophobe. So you know what? Go to prison forever. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did want to say that it is not necessarily the most successful thing, but the fact that it even is an idea that people could say. That it's even legal. That it's even legal to do that. Yeah. It's just unacceptable. So on September 27th, 2014, so not even 10 years ago, Governor of California, Jerry Brown, passed AB 2501, making California the first state to ban the gay and trans panic defense. It reads, quote, the discovery of knowledge about or potential disclosure of the victim's actual or perceived gender, gender identity, gender expression, or sexual orientation does not by itself constitute sufficient provocation to justify a lesser charge of voluntary manslaughter. You have to make this a law? You have to make this a rule? I don't... Oh my God! Uh... Yeah, and it is, like we said, it is, like I said, it is not necessarily successful all the time. Everybody knows the case of Matthew Shepard. Oh my gosh, that case absolutely breaks that is one of those cases we will never cut for some reason it hits me really hard that's one of the ones is that the sally uh no 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 that's the jenny jones he that it worked for him that's what i was gonna say is no matthew shepherd's the boy in laramie wyoming who went was at the bar and went home with these two guys and they ended up beating him and leaving him hanging on a fence and he basically just died slowly i can't uh about to cry just thinking it's one of those that you know there's cases that people it really hit people hard and that's one of the ones that i can't it just it's a rough one um but they tried to use the he hit on me and i didn't appreciate it so i had to beat him halfway to death and leave him there all night i had no choice it didn't work in that case they get both i think they both got life in prison but it, there are cases and if you go to the lgbtqbar.org website they have cases where it has been attempted to be used and where it has been successfully used and it's really heartbreaking to hear that heartbreaking and it's really interesting to see why some where some have been successful and where some haven't and then the thing is so i was looking into some of these like i took them from this website and went and looked at them it's really hard to find any information about these cases it's like they're not talked about of course not so it's sad because the victims get so lost and it and they it get becomes, hurt twice yeah you know what i mean like yeah okay <laughs> 
So on the night of October 11th, 2014, Jennifer Loud went with her friend Barbara Gilviro to an ambiance bar. Jennifer was a 26-year-old, beautiful, fearless, generous trans woman. Her mother called her Ganda, which means beautiful in tag- Tagalog. I think that's how you say it. Tagalog, yeah. Uh, this At this bar, Jennifer met 19-year-old Lance Corporal Joseph Scott Pemberton. A little while later, they, along with Barbie and her companion for the night, left and went to the nearby cell zone lodge about 30 minutes after checking in pemberton was seen leaving the motel with the bar with the room door slightly open shortly after jennifer was found by motel staff inquiring about the door left ajar she was naked with a beige blanket around her and her head was in the toilet bowl with strangulation marks around her neck her official cause of death was listed as asphyxiation by drowning in a toilet this guy's such trash he's just trash and it gets worse the fact, you know, it's bad enough that this young woman was murdered and then just, okay, guys, prepare to get mad. So according to Pemberton, this is what he says happened. He met Jennifer at the bar and they did go back to the motel together. He says Jennifer was perform- performing oral sex on him when he felt a penis. So he felt Jennifer's. Mm-hmm. He pushed Jennifer off the bed and when she got up, she slapped him across the face. So good for her on that because if that happened, I would do. I mean, like if if he's telling the truth about that, I don't blame her. You shove me off. I'm going to hit you in the face. Like, yes. You get Same. physical with me. I'm going to get physical back. Same. So Jennifer slapping him across the face led to Pemberton choking her until she was unconscious. He said. Oh, yeah, because that's Sames. He claims he tried to revive her by bringing her to the bathroom to throw water on her. He says she never came to, but was alive when he left her. Pemberton never denied attacking Jennifer, but claimed it was self-defense. Jay Tolosa, Pemberton's attorney, said Pemberton, quote, felt that he was being raped. He was so repulsed and so disgusted because he did not give his consent to allow allow a man to do that to him. Okay, first of all, Jennifer was a woman, you douche canoe. And, oh my gosh. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm just like what you said. If we were as straight women, if we were able to attack any guy that we made us did not want their or, advances, right. right. Like you said, there'd be nobody left. So this is just get over yourself. Like, this is like, stop a, this, it. Is, this is a discrimination thing. It's, it's because a she's hate a trans crime. woman. Yes. It's 100% a hate crime. So on December 15th, 2014, the Alangapo City Prosecutor's Office found probable cause to charge Pemberton with murder because of the, quote, presence of treachery, cruelty, and abuse of superior strength. He was detained and held inside Camp Aguinaldo, a U.S. military base. By December 1st, 2015, Pemberton was found guilty of homicide. So he was charged with murder at first, which is the higher uh, charge. What am I looking yeah. for? charge. Punishment. And yeah, whatever. Yeah. He gets found guilty of the lesser one of homicide so just a reminder murder can have a charge of 20 to 40 years uh homicide is between 12 and 20 in the philippines it says so the court said the crime did not have the legal elements of murder and that pemberton acted out of quote passion and obfuscation when he arm locked the deceased and dunked her head in the toilet that's not even what he said he did i don't know what i don't know what that word means obfuscation so it means like making things confusing on purpose Mm, okay 
So it really doesn't even make sense. Okay. But then, like, that's not even what he said he did. Right. He said that he didn't... That he was just splashing water on her. Right. I I will let you know that if you ever go unconscious, I will not splash toilet water on your face. You know what? If it wakes me up, I'm okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Okay. He's just... He's just... Okay. It gets even worse. Okay. So he was sentenced to 10 years which is less than the lowest sentence possible. Yep. Where he continued to receive his monthly military salary of $2,300 per month. Mm-hmm. For 10 years. Well, he's not paying for anything. Mm-hmm. So his defense team requested an appeal, but then later was quietly decided not to appeal. And Pemberton settled with the 10-year sentence. On August 25th, 2020, Pemberton was forced to pay Jennifer's family 4.6 million Philippine pesos, which is 78,229 United States dollars for silver damages. So just do the math on that. So 2020. So let's say he was in jail for, I think he ended up, he was in there for five years. Six. Well, almost six. Yeah. So while he was in jail, still receiving his monthly salary, he got $165,000. Yeah. So he still came out. Of prison ahead like over ahead in life dollars yes and he wasn't in a philippines prison he was on a military no. base yes. by himself like he wasn't in a bad situation i mean prison's not fun but it wasn't a bad situation right and that's that was part of the good behavior thing was because oh wait let's game. keep hold on let's keep going okay, let's keep okay, going okay, let's okay. get to the next part so in september of 2020 pemberton was granted an early release from prison due to good behavior so and that's the thing so he wasn't in like some rundown where it was hard for him to have good behavior right he was, he by was himself. alone so how do you have bad behavior alone so of course you're going to get out on quote good behavior you can't do you literally can't do anything uh this it just makes me so mad so jennifer's family appealed the decision hoping that would he have to stay in prison longer that turned out to be a waste of time because on september 7th 2020 philippine president rodrigo duterte (laughs) that sounds so weird i'm so sorry i'm angry and it's it's pissing me off okay he gave pemberton an absolute pardon quote correct me if i'm wrong but this is how i view the case you have not treated pemberton fairly so i release him pardon end quote what in the actual this dude is trash like he's done a lot of other really awful things yeah yeah since he's been in office and this part of this i know a lot of this is political and it has to do with how horrible the united states has been to the in the philippines since absolutely since we tried to take it over whatever Yes. yes so i know a lot of it is political and the united states just needs to get out of there and leave him alone but this was like part of his thing he wanted to win points with the united states but this is one of your citizens this is her life this is her family's justice that you're stealing because of that shouldn't be a and the fact that the united states was okay with like they yes agreed with it and supported that they wanted him back like it makes me so ashamed of the united states that is a he murdered a woman in cold blood he murdered her but to them, it was more important that they get him home. Why? Keep him over. Oh, I'm so mad. I am so mad. So Julita Loud, Jennifer's mother, said, quote, 
it would be it would have been okay if the president did not give absolute pardon so that at least we could have had a chance. We were only asking for 10 years as payment for the life of my child. That's a very short period of imprisonment compared to the lost life of my child. So Ray Valmora Salinas, a national spokeswoman for the LGBTQ community, said from the get go, it was fishy. If you were in Pemberton's shoes and you wanted to be free, why would you withdraw your petition at the Supreme Court? Our suspicions were that he was confident he was going to be released soon. So that's why it was like quietly. That's her. That's her take on it. And I 100 percent agree. And especially absolutely two weeks before he's released. That's when they decide he's got to pay the family. Yeah. It's like, shut up and take the money. Yep. And it's like, no, that's not good enough. We need justice. So here we we're going to we're going to keep going with this. On September 13th, 2020, Pemberton was deported back to the United States. I couldn't find anything on what happened to him afterwards. Like I I, yeah, I couldn't either for his wife or children or mm-hmm. workplace or like anything. I could yeah. not find anything. All I could find was that Major Melanie Salinas of the U.S. Marine Corps Communication Directorate mm-hmm. said, quote, Consistent with the due process traditions shared by the United States and the Philippines and the running of the statute of limitations, the Marine Corps will not try Lance Corporal Pemberton a second time for the same crime. He will be processed for administrative discharge. That's it. He went home. That's it. All done. The end. That's it. He got nothing except for his $165,000. The, I was going to say, they put him up for six years so he could make money. So he could save his money. That's it. And Nothing. Jennifer is gone. And her family Forever. has no justice. And she was engaged. It's, Jennifer just, was engaged. This makes me so mad. Politics should not be more important than people. <laughs> but it, it is. It is. All the time it is more important than people. And it, it's, it's, it makes me so mad that they were okay with this happening because it was a trans woman. <laughs> There's two countries... That are both okay with this happening. Two. Happy. I mean, the United States was happy. that They they were fighting to get him back. (sighs) This one makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. And because I always thought that if you were in the military and and did something, that you went through a military court. I think it has to do with different rules for different, like different treaties and stuff, depending on where you are. I thought that if you were in the military, like, that's it. I mean, I don't know for sure. And that also may be dependent on whether you committed a crime like on base or in that country. Do you know, like if you're on a military base, yeah, technically I, that's I considered know what you're United saying. States soil. I know. What I don't you're know saying. that for sure, though. I mean, I don't know. I'll have to. I need to research that. I really should have. I, I didn't think about I didn't think about that until just now. You know, it doesn't matter. It, he should have been. He should. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. But <sighs> poor Jennifer. Poor Jennifer. It just it's. Oh, my goodness. Reason number three hundred and twelve. A lot of women hate men. Reason right? number 487 that women don't come forward. Because what's the point? Nothing I mean, just, happens. It's, oh my gosh. Okay. That's so sad. All right. Give me a happy oh. ending. Hi. Okay. All right. So because our birthdays. shit, dude, man. Right? God. Oh my God. Okay. Oh. Geez. Like I was typing this angrily. Like I was pounding like the keyboard and like whatnot. Like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So our, our hearts are with jennifer's family 
and we're so sorry we uh, on behalf of the united states we apologize we apologize family uh, we're so sorry oh just i'm so sorry okay happy ending happy All ending right. so on october 11th 1884 eleanor roosevelt was born <gasps> my homie <laughs> she's like excuse me <laughs> i love her all right and do you then, think she was a lesbian i, I don't really i've never dived deeply into her life oh like i just have sort I of mean, surface knowledge same uh shifty eyes okay i, I have no judgment i mean I no not at fine. all but at that time it was not okay and like Alexander again Hamilton she had to hide for it sure by. oh well not for sure but we're pretty sure he and john lawrence had like an affair get it right who cares okay then in 1973, Takashi Kaneshiro was born, and I'm I sorry? love him. He's a, a Japanese-Taiwanese actor, and he was in the early 2000 movie House of, Flying's De- House of Flying Daggers. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's so sad, and he's so cute. Okay. And then in 1970, which is you know, not relevant, but oh, my God, he so is. Okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> I was trying relevant. to be I was trying to be super mature about it, but like, he's a really talented actor, which he is, but he's also fine. Okay. He's super hot. Okay. And then in 1976, Emily Deschanel was born from Yay! Bones. And then in 1985, Michelle Trachtenberg was born. And she, I know you never really watched Buffy, but she was in Buffy. She was this snotty, annoying little sister in Buffy. Okay. All right. So our events today, we've got some, some go women events today. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Although the first one ends with me mad again. <laughs> <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover was such a dick. Oh, yes. Yes. All right, hold on. All right, so in October 11th, 1922, the first woman FBI special investigator, Alaska Davidson, who was 54 at the time, was appointed. 1922? 1922. That's impressive. Okay. hold on. However, since she was considered, quote, very refined, the order was given that she wasn't to be put on rough cases. Hold on, it gets worse. Here's the dick, J. Edgar Hoover. After J. Edgar Hoover became the acting director of the Bureau in 1924, he asked for her resignation when the special agent in charge at the Washington field office, like she was at, reported that he had no particular work for a woman agent. So she resigned on June 10th, 1924. Only three women became agents in the 1920s. And with the resignation of Davidson and fellow agent Jesse B. Duckstein in 1924 and Lenore Houston in 1928, the FBI had no female agents between 1929 and 1972. So they had three women in the 20s, and then that was it. For almost 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) Jagger Hoover was such a dick. You know he had the tiniest peen ever if he's that threatened by a female. You know what I mean? And it's just like, dude, it's, uh, him. all right. That's what I feel like at work. Like when guys try to think or like outsmarting me or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is this a competition? Like, let me just sell you the parts that you need. Like, it's not that serious, bro. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing at the library. Um, guys will come in and not know how to do something on the computer or their phone. And they'll ask my male coworker immediately. Like they'll walk past yeah. me to talk yeah. to my male coworker. And he will immediately turn to me and say kelly i don't know how to do that will you tell him how to do that yeah and usually he does but he like notices it and so <laughs> sets me up to like succeed in life i love him, okay. I love him so much <laughs> all right then in 1984 the first spacewalk by a united states woman dr Catherine d sullivan oh okay yeah and 
On June 7th, 2020, Sullivan became the first woman to dive to the Challenger Deep in the Mariana Trench, the deepest part of the Earth's ocean. So she's been... She's doing all the things. In the deepest part of the Earth and also in outer space. Uh Uh-uh. Get it, girl. And then in September 2021, um, President Joe Biden appointed her to the President's Council of Advisors on Space and Technology. So she's still kicking ass and taking names. (laughs) Yes. This is the best. Dr. Catherine D. Sullivan. Okay. (laughs) And then, this one makes me laugh and also makes me sad. And then in 1995, John Wayne Bobbitt had plastic surgery to increase his penis three inches. And it was botched. He has since gotten it fixed, I think. But it was botched at the time. Which is good because he's a predator and a rapist. So I think it's great. Lorena cut it off. They put it back. He wanted it bigger. They made it worse. It's fantastic. It's great. It's a good job. Do you think the doctors were like, "Mm." No. No, because like that's their credibility. He was sort of famous, especially his penis was like famous at the time. Yeah, didn't he do porn? Yeah, yeah. First one was uh, <laughs> it was like John Wayne Bobbitt uncut or something was the first one, <laughs> and then the second one I think. But you, but you were, John. <laughs> she took your pain. She threw it in a field, John. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, no, I don't care. Laugh at John. He's a... Uncut. Stop uh, it. Wait, and then the second one was, I think, actually about the penis and enhancement surgery. And it was called a Franken penis. Stop it. I think, I think, or Franken. I think a Franken penis. Franken weenie? Frank. <laughs> it was something like that. It was Franken something. But yeah, but it was botched and then they messed it up. So haha, John Wayne Bobbitt, that's what you get for being a predator and a rapist. Ha-ha. Oh man, that's that was good. Okay, that you're was welcome. Good. Thank you. Once again, you could tell this case bothered us because we're getting silly. <laughs> Uncut. All right, Stop so it. <laughs> those are our events for today. So who caught your eye this week? So Sunday we went to Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it was the lobster. <laughs> Just hear me out. <laughs> the lobster got her eye, guys. So it was uh, like six of us, seven of us. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, they had endless shrimp. It was okay. the shrimp. No, oh. I'm the only group. I'm the only girl in the group of all these guys, right? So uh-huh. I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, "This is great." Anywho, our waitress, her name was Africa. Excellent name, right? And it didn't give her a whole last name on the receipt, but her last, the last letter was G. Uh-huh. So her name was Africa G. Excellent. And I don't know why, but that makes it so much better. But <laughs> okay. she was, I mean, she was fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah? She was, I mean, everything was on point. And um, so, like, the endless shrimp thing, like, you order or whatever, and then they'll come back and, like, take your order or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she could see that people were, like, like the after-church crowd was coming mm-hmm. in, like, for lunch. So she would just like preemptively put like random orders in for us uh-huh. and just like break, just like kept bringing it out. Like she was, she was on point and she had a couple of other tables too. And I mean, she was just as good with them. I mean, she was, 
she was the best. I haven't had a really good service like that in a really long time. So nicely done, Africa G. Yeah. Good job, Africa G. My girl. Okay. Who caught your eye? So Riley and I went to stay with Sarah this weekend. I took Riley to see the Broadway touring company of Frozen. Okay. It was really good. It's my least favorite of the ones I've seen. Like the actors and everything were fantastic. The music, the light, everything was great. It's just the show itself was just felt a little destroyed. Like it just wasn't, it was good. I'd recommend seeing it, but of the ones I've seen, it's my least favorite. Sure. Um, So, but actually, (laughs) so then after Riley went to bed that night, Sarah and I watched Spider-Man, the newest one, not no one home. I I haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, never mind. I can't say it then. Oh, well, go ahead. Do you know about the three Spider-Mans? No, it's okay. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, No, I'm not going to do it then. But if that's your, if that's your thing. I'm not going to do it then. You need to watch it. It's really good. Okay. I know. I do love Spider-Man. It's, it is excellent. And, um, I'll just say Andrew Garfield caught my eye. I just love him. He's fantastic. Andrew Garfield. Yes. That's all you need to know. And also everybody else in that movie. It was all good. It was really, really good. Highly recommended. Oh, he's cute. Okay. Well, and he's in Tick, Tick, Boom and he... It's just, he's Andrew Garfield. He's fantastic anyway. But <laughs> I, just love, I, I just love him. And you'll see why when you watch the movie. Well, now I'm all excited. Now I need to go watch it. You do need to go watch it. It'll make you it, cry. Oh, no. I don't want to cry. But it was, it, I, it was really good. <laughs> it was really good. And it said, I don't understand how you watched Wanda and the Multiverse of Madness without watching Spider-Man. Because it's really the setup for Wanda and the, I mean, not Wanda, Wanda. To me, it's all Wanda. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness without yeah, watching Spider-Man. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, what? But she was, she was essentially the main character of that movie. Well, that's because she's the best and she well, is yeah. the queen and she takes over everything. But yeah, like, doc, this is the setup, I think, for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Because this is when the multiverse sort of starts. It's in Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah. Because it happens right before the Doctor Strange movie. Like, Doctor Strange is next on my viewing roster. Mm. I don't care. I'm so excited for it. All right, you guys. So that was our case from October 11th, 2014. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at A Date With Murder and on Facebook at A Date With Pod. Bye. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Amen. <gasps> Amen. Praise the Lord. Cheese and crackers. I'm hungry. Same. Okay, I'm going for real. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. I'm croaking like a cricket. They're so annoying. It makes me so mad. Get out of my house. <laughs> and I'm Ashley? Question mark. What? Question mark? Oh, I thought she said Kristen Mark. I was like... Your name's not Ashley Kristen Mark. What? (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) Secret identity. (laughs) You can't sit with us. (laughs) Right.